Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm trying to work on my uh, intro because Joe always critiques it, so good to have you on the podcast. Welcome. This is uh, Joe and Nika John. And I'm looking at uh, 74 days to ordained, but who's counting? Yippee. Right? Yippee. Soon. All right. So, uh, Hopefully you'll be out of your boot by then. So we spent the last um, half hour talking about science, um, and so now I have about six minutes to do my topic. Thank See, you. yeah, you have six <laughs> minutes, but let me say something first. You were just giving me a hard time about how I'm always doing science, yeah. and this is like, you know, why don't we just call this Science Stuff You Should Know by right. Joe Doman. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you've been talking about the evangelical councils I don't know how many different podcasts, but name, you definitely name them. How many you definitely touched on. You talked about celibacy, chastity, continence. I know that. Yeah, that was like six months ago. Um, and I'm, you just mentioned it on the side. I mean, it's you're, it's it's good stuff. It's I don't want to critique it, but I'm just saying. All right. Stop giving well, me a hard time you know what? because you know what, youngin. Let's see if you learn a little bit here. Three fingers <laughs> pointing back at you when you're pointing to me. Let's see if you learn something in the next six minutes. There, you uh, guy who said what. Four months of theology. So, <laughs> uh, just so you know, we've had uh, mimosas. This is still Fat Tuesday uh, in um, uh, podcast recording time, but in podcast publishing time, we're already into the um, difficulties and horrors and pains of Lent. So, um, you know, happy first Tuesday in Lent to you. It's but true. Uh, so, if still, we got the same sloppiness from last week. So, we do these two at a time. We apologize. That's our secret. So, well, now I have four minutes to do my podcast. Thanks to you. Um, Evangelical councils. Do you want to start by telling me about them and what they uh, are? <laughs> I mean, I do know about them already because you've shared so much with me. Okay, go ahead and tell me about uh, Catechism Paragraph 915 and why it's important to them. Um, well, obviously, no, just go ahead. You have four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Catechism. Catechism of the Catholic Church says this in Paragraph 915. This is very, very important, Joe. All Christians are invited to embrace the evangelical councils as a way of life according to their state in life. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that again. So all, all Christians, Christians, not just like religious? Not just religious. So Paul and Mora, your brother and sister-in-law, and little Danny, who doesn't even have rationality yet. He's just thinking about his next meal. Okay. <laughs> they are called to embrace, they're invited to embrace the evangelical councils. What are the evangelical councils, John? What are the evangelical councils? They are these three things, poverty, chastity, and obedience. Now, why? Are those three things? The three evangelical councils are three explicit vows for a religious, but it's a way of renouncing one's whole life, all of the goods of this life, for Christ. It's about a complete gift of oneself. Now, why does it take those? Why three of them? Why not just say, "Jesus, I give you everything today"? Why do you got to say, "I'm going to try and live poverty, chastity, obedience"? Okay, poverty. Start with external goods. We're in my room right now, and uh, that's actually Larkin's lamp. I stole that from him, I think, last year. No, I didn't steal it. I just never told him that I kept it in my room. So, sin of omission, I guess. The, uh, but anyways, that's a thing. Now, um, in my desire to love God and to make God the, the, the object of my love, objects like this, like this lamp that I stole from Brian, get in the way. Okay? So, the first thing to do is to renounce objects, external goods, and not to say that they're bad in themselves, but just that I, I kind of give them back to the Lord completely. I dismiss, dispossess myself of everything that I own, even though he desires for me to use things for the sake of his gospel. So that's why you live poverty. You embrace poverty in that sense. Chastity, my body is a good. It, okay, so the, if poverty is about external goods, chastity is about the good of my body. 
when I live chastity, and this is really important because people always think it's like, oh, you're just repressing your sexuality. Not true. It's about giving of this good, my body, which I did not create myself, giving it to the Lord as a self-gift so that I can love more perfectly and more purely. All right? That's why we live chastity. So that's poverty and external goods, um, chastity in the good of the body, and then obedience would be the good of the? Will? Yes. Primarily the soul. That's the, the faculty of the will by which we which we choose. But yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not perfect. The good of the soul. <laughs> well, I, I taught you this like four times last semester, so the, uh, um, it's okay, you know, you're thinking you're the center of the universe, right? From, not just joking. That's that right. was a reference back to last week. The, uh, so the object of the soul is given in obedience. Okay, so it's like, how, why am I talking about this? Why is this important? If you want to give your whole life to Christ, you have to engage all the goods of your life, which means your soul, your body, and the things of this world. Okay? And what the, what the um, catechism is saying is that the evangelical councils, which typically we think of poverty, chastity, and obedience, that's what religious do. That's what monks and you know uh, sisters go. They live those three councils, and they give up everything, and they live kind of this mildly depressed um, life. That's kind of how we think of it. I mean, they go off and do their own thing, and they're out of the world. But the councils are meant to be lived in the world as well. That's very, very important. And actually, I was reading a book recently that said this is probably the most revolutionary theological development of the Second Vatican Council. Arguably the most re- revolutionary. I don't, you think really? of all the things that changed in the 19, early 1960s in the Second Vatican Council, they said this is probably the most revolutionary one. That all Christians are called to live the evangelical all councils Christians in some form? All Christians are invited to. You don't have to live the council. So we got to make... Yeah, well, I have a question yes. for you. Why are they called councils? Oh, now you're interested. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> you're zoned out over there. No, the... Uh, Okay, so we have to make two different distinctions. When we look at the Gospels, we see Christ calling people in two different ways. He calls them through the commandments and through the councils. Commandments are law. They're precepts. They, commandments exist to keep you from loving um, the things of this world. You know, Don't covet your neighbor's wife. That's going to keep you from falsely loving this other person. You know, Don't steal. It's keeping you from loving, inordinately loving the things of this world. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's about um, restraining you, so to speak. That's why the commandments are, you live those first. But then at a certain point, um, Christ Im- offers this way of renouncing the goods of the world as well. Okay, so you see the difference? So the commandments are about keeping you from loving the things of the world inordinately. The councils are about freeing you to love Christ more completely by just surrendering him and just saying, I don't, I don't live for these things at all. Interesting. So, so the councils ta- are suggestions for how to live. They, they embody the, the ideal of Christ in a, in a deeper way. And that's what the spirit of, of um, the church really is. It's not a bunch of laws. It's about f- this free, self-giving give, uh, love that I give to Christ just out of freedom. It's interesting. I'm reminded of that passage in the gospel about the rich young man, you know, because he's like, I'm, I'm doing the commandments. Uh, I'm doing all these things for my youth. Exactly. What else can I do? And Jesus... It, he doesn't say, you have to do this, but he right. invites him. It's an invitation. Right. He says, if you wish to be perfect, go and sell all that you have, poverty, give it to the poor, and come and follow me. Obedience. Exactly. exactly. Um, and, uh, I mean, he goes away sad. But I mean, that's, it sounds like that's what Christ's invitation is, right. is that, you know, yes, we, can't, we have to keep the commandments, and that should go without saying. But if you, wish, if, you wish to, if you wish to love God beyond all else, to really pursue sanctity, here is my counsel to you. Exactly. Poverty, chastity, obedience, exactly. renounce It's a, the it's a council. They're, they're, it is three councils for how to engage the world. 
the body and the soul and how to give them more completely. There, it's like it's like a suggestion. This is Christ's suggestion on how to how to love Him more perfectly. So yeah. if you're if you're at this place in your life and you're thinking, hey, wait a second, you know, I um, I feel like for the most part I'm living the commandments, but I want to be more radical. How do I do that? Well. Christ is inviting you to embrace the evangelical councils. Now, the question is this. How do you do that? You have to do that according to your state in life. Yeah, that's true. If, I mean, I got, yeah. I got, I know people who are married have also, I mean, you have to have if stuff. If Paul went out and sold all Danny's <laughs> diapers, okay? And what's the other one's name, the little one? Jonah. Jonah. Oh, uh, by the way, I announced last week on the podcast that uh, they were expecting, and it's not that that's not true, but that was supposed to be a secret. So <laughs> I, I apologize to Paul Mora that I've announced to everybody in listener land that you're uh, having a baby. Is, uh, you are something else, dude. That so is, don't tell me any secrets. For okay, let's shift gears. Let's go to uh, somebody else in your family, like Alicia and Mike. Okay, how about so, Jessica? How about Jessica? Well, we never talk about Jessica. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Alicia. Let's talk about Alicia. <laughs> She's going to be mad. Okay, so there's all these family dynamic, awkward family dynamics that we're um, speaking to that you don't even realize about Joe's family. Yeah, so, we should stop this. All right, go ahead. Jessica has a daughter named Glory. If Jessica goes and says, you know what? I want to live the evangelicals and uh, evangelical councils in a more deep way. I think I'm going to go sell all of Glory's diapers. We don't need material things anymore. Right, I think Gloria would be Detachment. a little. She'd be a little upset about that. Now, Jessica's state in life as a married woman, as a mother, means she needs to have material things. So the question is, how do you live this, the councils according to your state in life? You and I are going to be priests. We don't have to own diapers. You know, maybe for Goble. You maybe know. someday we will. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, depends. You know, in about fifty years. But until that point, um, we don't need to own things like um, our friends who are married do. We have a freedom there. And then religious have a real freedom. They don't have to own anything. So here's what I would say. Um, the lay state, whether married or not married, you're in the world. You have to have things in the world. To live in the world, To your mission is to be in the world and to evangelize the world. You have to do that. Religious is another state. They're out of the world. So they're going to live the councils in a deeper way. So here's what I would say the difference is. The lay state is invited to live the spirit of the councils. And this isn't just you. Ah, Oh, you're not just saying this. This is like what the yeah, this is, what, this is this? the church says this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what the church says. And uh, so the no, say that again though. So the, the lay, lay are called are called to live the, the evangelical councils in spirit. Okay, as opposed to religious live the evangelical councils in spirit and in fact. Okay, facticity meaning in in things. They they literally don't own anything. They literally are completely chaste. They've given up marriage. They literally are completely obedient. They don't do what they want to do. The lay state, it looks different. So you live the spirit of obedience through your married life or through uh, your family life. You live the um, chastity in marriage, in you know, um, in that state, in a conjugal state. You live po- the spirit of poverty. So it's very, very important to understand that. Now, the tricky thing is there's another state between the lay state and the religious state, and that's called... Priesthood. Priesthood. And this is where it gets complicated. The priestly state is in between. The priestly state is consecrated like the religious, but exists for the The lay state. Our job is to be in the world for the sake of the laity, but we've been consecrated out of the world. So we live this weird state. So are we supposed to live it in spirit? But we can't live it in spirit. In fact, you've got to own a car, Joe. I do. You do. You've got to get around town. And it's a beautiful car. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) It's, It's a grandma car. Um but uh, so for the priest, he's somewhere in between that. And uh, I guess to sum it up real quick, he lives the spirit of the councils like the lay state, but he is called to live it, in fact, as much as possible, which we call is fit- a fittingness to his life. So tomorrow we're going to purge. 
We're going to go through the whole house. We're going to purge everything we have. And we're going to get rid of a lot of our stuff. Because tomorrow's Ash Wednesday. Because tomorrow's Ash Wednesday. And you don't just do this every other we day. We do this every Wednesday. No, just joking. We do this every Ash Wednesday as a community because we're priests and we want to go through everything we have. Now, that might be helpful, living the spirit of the councils as well. But I've exceeded my four-minute um, trial, and you got to go to class. So um, I think that's about... No, that, I think that's great, man. And I think that this... I mean, one of the big... And you mentioned this, uh, parts of the Second Vatican Council was this idea of the universal call to holiness. Right. You know, the holiness isn't just for priests and nuns and stuff like that. And we, you know, for everybody else, we just kind of have to show up on Sunday and maybe say a rosary every now and then. But know that, like, every single one of us is called for a life in God, which is sanctity, which is sainthood. Right. Every single one of us is called to be saints. Right. And and this is how, this is part of that. It's, it's more than just kind of showing up. It's it's giving your whole life in in a way that's appropriate to your state of life. And that paragraph in the Second Vatican Council is Lumen Gentium 15, I think. Universal call to holiness. Everybody is called to live holiness, right? It's not just these other people. Everybody is. And then they talk about the councils according to your state in life. So depending on your state means you have to live the councils according to that. So if you're listening to this, Have you're to saying, or invited to. Invited to. But you're, if you're listening to this and saying, um, okay, that was the most theoretical. I have no idea what this actually means. Pray about your life, okay? And then pray about everything you own and go through that, just like Paul and Moore did with their TV a couple weeks ago. I mean, think about the things of your life. Think about your marital life if you're married, but just about chastity in general and how your God desires to have your sexuality and with your soul as well. It's a beautiful thing. It's a it's a freeing, freeing way to live life, and God invites us to it. So that's it. Great stuff, man. All right. We're done for this week. We're in. No emails. Sorry. But if you no, have any emails, emails for us, yeah, send yeah, us emails, yeah, please. Yeah, uh, CatholicStuffPodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook as well. Catholic Stuff Podcast on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good week. See you.